You are now tuned in to Owen's Exhibit. Welcome back, listeners. This is your host, Owen Patterson, and we are here today to discuss all things related to fashion and entrepreneurship. Today's episode is going to be covering the designer, Rick Owens, and accompanying this review is details and interviews done with Rick Owens in a book by Tashin, and it was curated by Terry Jones. He is the co-founder of British street style magazine, ID. This particular book is about Rick Owens, and it incorporates just about every interview that ID has done with Rick Owens over the years. And it dives into his aesthetic, how he got introduced into the fashion scene, and also has a lot of interesting pictures and photos that they shot of Rick Owens and Rick Owens collections for the magazine, while also towards the end they showcase some of Rick Owens' notable looks from his runway collections. To begin, the first example of text comes from Terry Jones, which explains how he found out about Rick Owens, which was through photographer Corinne Day. And basically, when she had come to speak with Terry Jones, she was wearing a nice leather jacket that Terry had taken interest to, and he had asked her where she, or which person had designed it, and she would basically said that it was by Rick Owens. And this prompted... Terry Jones to look into Rick Owens. The text goes on to speak about Rick Owens and his upbringing. Rick was born in California and it explained that he was the opposite of what everybody was seeing in Hollywood or what everybody's idea of Hollywood was, which is this idea of glamour and opulence. But what Rick was creating was stuff that was very realistic, very grunge and almost aggressive. Rick studied fine arts at Otis College of Art and Design for two years before enrolling in a pattern making class. He would go on to say that studying at fine arts school wasn't compelling to him because he didn't feel like the teachers could add anything to his design identity and language. So he basically noted that There was nothing for him to learn from them, or he didn't feel like they could teach him anything. He basically knew how he wanted to design and how he wanted to make it come to life. In the beginning, he just wanted to make clothes for himself, and then he found out that there was demand for the clothing that he was creating, so he decided to jump in and make clothes on a larger scale. He set up his own label in 1994 and began selling his collections through Charles Gallet, who had his own boutique in Los Angeles. In 2002, American Vogue offered to sponsor his autumn winter collection, his first on the runway, and he decided to show in New York City. He brought a Venice Beach presence to New York Fashion Week. The glamour meets grunge aesthetic that he employs is recognized worldwide for its must-have leather jackets, directional dresses, which basically means a lot of dresses that are created by cutting along the bias, and also knitwear. 
Rick's partnership with Michelle Lamy has made Rick Owens Corporation one of the most successful independent fashion brands. Next is an interview by Terry Jones where he speaks with Rick Owens and Michelle Lamy during Paris Fashion Week in 2012. Terry basically says that they seem like a couple that would never argue, but they respond saying they do argue and it sometimes comes down to the fact that they're trying to understand each other's point of views and sometimes they don't have the words to express it so they get into disagreements. Then it goes on to talk about how Michelle and Rick Owens had met, which I'll go on to talk about later. Also discussed in the interview was Rick Owens' self-portrait for ID, which was banned in New Jersey. It was basically Rick Owens' two images that he had taken, and they were put together to make it look like Rick was peeing inside his own mouth, but basically he had used a garden hose in order to have this effect, and it was not well received in America, making it become banned in Jersey. And then also in the interview, it talks about how models for Rick Owens' runway shows usually feature shaved heads and shaved eyebrows. They also talk about Michelle's role, which is managing fur, furniture, and jewelry. And they also note that they don't do couture because Rick would rather have people go to the gym than spend time doing a fitting for a couture dress or whatever garment they're getting fitted for. Noting that it is better to go work out and feel better about your body and your physical appearance by working out and trying to alter your appearance by doing physical work. Now I'll talk about how Rick and Michelle met. Rick was one of the first people that Michelle had met when she had moved to Los Angeles. At this point, Michelle had owned a clothing company, and when operating it, one of her employees was also named Rick. And she wanted Rick to work on the menswear line, but Rick stated that he couldn't do the menswear line without the help of Rick Owens. So Rick Owens took an interview with Michelle Lamy and was able to show his abilities and she brought him on to design the menswear. To speak more about Michelle, she was running one of LA's coolest nocturnal hangouts, the Cafe des Artistes. Soon after, she had opened another restaurant Le Du Cafés, which quickly turned into the city's hottest night spot with regulars like Bill Murray, Heath Ledger, and Nicole Kidman. These days, Rick and Michelle still run a fantastic monthly party called the Spotlight Club in Paris. Next is text by Ben Reardon for ID's head, shoulders, knees, and toes issue during summer 2010. He talks about the fact that Rick Owens' appearance may be intimidating at first, but he has this charm that's personified. Once you are able to speak with him and understand how he operates, you really see that he is this charismatic and very down-to-earth person. Then he goes on to talk about how entering his atelier is this space that's very open and empty, and there's Rick Owens clones walking around, basically people just wearing his clothes. And his space isn't really filled out with a lot of artifacts, as opposed to Michelle Lamy's office, which is on the third floor. So Rick's office is on the first floor. 
And in Michelle's office, there's a lot of artifacts and a lot of interesting physical things that she has in her space. Next, Ben goes on to talk about how Rick plays with proportions by enlarging shoulders, making the feet swollen, and extending the arms. He also notes that a lot of celebrities have gone on to wear Rick's clothing, like Jennifer Aniston and Lindsay Lohan. Also covered in the article is the fact that Rick accepts that he made a lot of mistakes once moving to Paris, saying that he was taking advice from a lot of people in the fashion industry, and that didn't work out for him because he always stayed true to his vision and his journey, but he decided to accept their advice and use it because he saw that these were people that were successful in fashion and they were people that were credible. So he decided to take this advice and use it, but it didn't work for him. So he decided to go back to his original path. Just some interesting information also covered in this article was Rick Owens' diet, basically noting that every day he gets up, he goes to the gym around 12, p.m. and works out and then towards the end of the day he eats dinner at 9 30 p.m. and notes that he goes to a lot of the restaurants in his local neighborhood ordering usually a cheeseburger and also eating a sundae he always says that a sundae is part of his normal routine and that's his diet next is text by holly shackleton in 2008 and notable points from that text are a quote by Rick which states, I design clothes for someone who has experienced a lot and has satisfied a lot of appetites. Someone who's past experimenting, who's been there and done it. It's very autobiographical. Also covered in the text was an explanation of how Rick Owens' label took off in 2003 when he signed a distribution deal internationally and also at that point he decided to move to Paris. Lastly, another point from the interview was the fact that he releases five collections a year, which is the menswear, the womenswear, and then a pre-collection womenswear diffusion line called Lilies, and a denim collection, Dark Shadow, and also the furniture collection. The last interview covered in this book was one by Joanne Furness in 2002, which she met up with Rick Owens and saw that he was waiting the arrival of two elephant skull heads and she noted how unordinary that was but those were for him to put in his office space and make it more filled out and just something he was intrigued by then she also talks about how most of his clothes are beat up and worn in and that's something that you can expect from the designer last thing that i wanted to note was something about michelle and rick's relationship which is rick acts in a way that is very pessimistic while Michelle always tries to be optimistic about things saying that she looks at what's in front of her and she believes that tomorrow is going to be an even better day while Rick really tries to think about what's the worst thing that can happen so in the relationship Michelle acts as somebody who encourages Rick to go outside of the box think outside of the box and really push himself to be innovative and not just stay in the confines of his aesthetic. That's all for this episode, so I hope you learned something new, and if you're not already, 
Follow the podcast on Instagram at owens.exhibit. This is Owen signing off.